Here's Reese. Two on, one out. And the pitch. Swung on! Did it! Crushed! And the Phillies are going to lead it! Four to nothing! A three-run home run for Reese Hoskins! His first postseason home run! And he's sprinting around third base! What a moment! Here at Citizens Bank. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back into another episode of the 610 Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hollihan. A lot of things to talk about here for the Philadelphia Eagles. But number one is the Eagles moving on from offensive coordinator Brian Johnson. Everyone can rejoice. He is gone. Thank God. That was the... I don't think I've ever seen an offensive coordinator as inept as Brian Johnson. I mean, even under Doug Peterson, you know, Press Taylor was awful in 2020. But you knew that there were some issues there going on. So that kind of, you know, you know things weren't going well with, with Carson Wentz and with Jalen Hurts and there was some turmoil and you know that relationship was coming to an end but my god I mean at the very least he wasn't you know such a moron to where things just looked the same from game to game I mean maybe it did and I'm just you know forgetting about it and trying to trying to forget about it I should say but thank goodness the days of Brian Johnson are over. And even with Mike Grow, I mean, at least guys you thought played hard for him. But my goodness, did Brian Johnson stink. And happy that we're moving on and happy that Jalen Hurts, I'm almost positive, is, is all right with it. I know that's a family member, but I just don't think that when it came to play calling, things were working out there and um yeah so brian johnson gone which is definitely one of the more exciting news around the philadelphia area um nick sirianni today and howie roseman had their end of the season press conference and Sirianni said, we evaluated the team and did what we thought was the best for the team. Brian is a great football coach and is going to have an opportunity to lead an offense elsewhere. I will miss him. It's about coming up with fresh ideas and doing things different. All right, so what does that tell you? Number one, that tells me that, you know, I think they ended that relationship with respect. It just didn't work out. I think Brian Johnson, you know, needs to be somewhere in the NFL where he can learn maybe how to call plays correctly and how to switch things up and adjust. I mean, I think, you know, we saw that with Chip Kelly as well. Um, But, you know, you look at the end of that with, you know, we need someone to come in with fresh ideas. I mean, I think that just goes about not, not being hesitant to adjust i thought brian johnson did a terrible job adjusting throughout 
games. Um, and I thought from game to game, everything looked the same. You know, there was no creativity, no flow in the offense. So that's something hopefully, hopefully we get to see um, from the Eagles uh, this upcoming year with whoever it might be. Now, it sounds like the rumors are that Cliff Kingsbury has been um, on the uh, talk or the list of guys that the Eagles are going to interview. And for me, I mean, he did a good job at Texas Tech. Obviously, you know, he's most famous for Patrick Mahomes. But with the Cardinals offense, I mean, the one thing that I just, I can never really understand is, was the collapse of that team and that offense him or was it Kyler Murray? It seemed like there was a clear issue between the two and a big problem there. And, you know, I definitely thought that Kingsbury and Kyler Murray didn't see eye to eye. But, I mean, you're kind of bringing in a similar style that Nick Sirianni likes. I mean, with the RPOs and all that. And that's just his offense. Cliff Kingsbury has experience with calling plays. I mean, you know, USC this past year, that offense was pretty damn good at scoring points. It just couldn't defend um, worth anything. So I'd be interested to see what he could do. Um, I'm intrigued by it. I don't love it. Um, Eric Bieniemy is out there. I don't know if he's holding off for maybe a head coaching job. The Eagles have also interviewed Jared Johnson, and I think that would be a pretty good um you know, a, a really uh, interested interesting hire. Um, however, I don't know if Johnson, how much of a say he had um, in Houston, but I do know he was huge this past year in the development of C.J. Stroud. Did a wonderful job with C.J. Stroud, a former um, practice squad player for the Philadelphia Eagles back in 2011, um, was the quarterbacks coach as i said in houston this year and actually as i'm recording this i believe i just is this confirmed that he's going to be i just saw here on his wikipedia page doesn't look like it's confirmed offensive coordinator and play caller for the cleveland browns i have no idea that's confirmed or not um if it is, then that takes a name out of it, obviously. Um, but, you know, I would think... Um, I would think that he'd be a, a good get for the Eagles. Um, sorry to be a little uh, tardy here in my words, but I'm just trying to figure out if that was true or not. I literally just looked at his Wikipedia page to see where he had coached previous um, and literally saw Cleveland Browns. I don't know. I don't believe this is true. Um, so I don't know what what is happening um, there with that. But, you know, I, he did a great job. You know, the, the Texans wide receivers, I think he would bring a lot to the table because with Nico Collins, I mean, there's a guy that just got significantly better under his tutelage 
and I think that would be a huge, huge opportunity to see what he could do. Um, you know, guys like Devin Singletary played such a role in that offense down the line. I think he'd bring a lot of good things, um, you know, to the Eagles, and and that would be an interesting fit um, as well. I mean, you know, he got so many, or that just team overall got a lot of guys to play above their heads. I mean, you know, you look at Tank Dell, you look at Noah Brown at times. I mean, there were much, you know, Tank Dell was a third-round pick that I don't think many people had much to really say about. Came from community college, then went to Houston for a couple years, and then all of a sudden he turns into um, a really solid number two wide receiver for the Houston Texans. So for the Eagles, um, those three names right now, I mean, Eric Bieniemy. I do think he eventually is going to try and get, you know, I really haven't heard much in terms of him getting offers or, you know, being asked to being interviewed. I have no idea what the deal is there. The only thing I know is he made Sam Howell this past season for like the first three quarters of it into a average, if he could just turn, if he could just tone down the interceptions and be better against, um, you know, I think in the clutch and better against you know, tougher teams, a fringe, like top half of the league quarterback. Um, he definitely moved the ball well, and I mean, Bienemy did a great job. Um, you know, utilizing and getting the best out of that offense. I really thought that, you know, he did a wonderful job in Washington. He did a wonderful job, of course, in Kansas City, and I'd be interested to see what he could do with the Eagles' offense, but. You know, right now it sounds like signs are pointing towards Cliff Kingsbury with the um, familiarity to calling um, that style of offense that Nick Sirianni likes to run. So I think you're going to see my prediction is Cliff Kingsbury. Now for the defensive end, Vic Fangio, who parted ways with the Miami Dolphins. It sounds like the Eagles and him are going to be working together to – become the next defensive coordinator. Now, Vic Fangio, I think, really speaks for him, for himself. I mean, it's he's a guy that would be strange to have because if I remember correctly, Vic Fangio runs a 3-4 defense, 3-4. The Eagles run a 4-3. So, I don't know about this guy coming in as our head coach. I mean, where do you put Jalen Carter? What do you do with Josh Sweat? What do you do with, I mean, is Josh Sweat going to have to be rushing off, you know, as an outside linebacker? I mean, Hassan Reddick can, I'm sure, do that. But then what about... Jordan Davis. I mean, what happens to him? And like I said, Jalen Carter. I mean, I guess they would just Carter would move over as a left or right end. I mean, we saw this with Fletcher Cox, and that's what he did. And Benny Logan was down as your nose tackle. It's just I don't know if I like it. I mean, those guys are used to being in a four three, and I think if you want to build a defense, you're building it around the Georgia guys. You know, specifically starting with Carter and Davis. I mean, those are your two first round picks. But could this be a defense that could benefit 
um, Nicobe Dean skills. It, it's, you know, it, it'd be interesting. And Fangio, I mean, 65, former head coach of the Denver Broncos, but had some great defenses, had, I mean, great defenses with Denver in the three years he was there. Chicago had a great season in 2018 as their defensive coordinator, was a consultant for the Eagles last year, and um, I think he would play a role in uh, in bringing us back to having um, a top defense. But like I said, it'd be it'd be strange. I mean, could he be in a four three? Could he coach in that, or would he switch to a three four? I don't know. But um, you know, we'll we'll find out. And until that is made official, I will announce that he's the head coach. But I'm just talking about it from a general standpoint. I do my personally. My pick would be Ron Rivera because I think he would finally get the Eagles to invest in linebackers. But knowing Ron or knowing Howie Roseman, I don't think he would want to make that hire because he does not want to invest in that position. Howie always builds from the defensive line out, and he more so skips over that position and moves to the secondary. He completely negates the linebacking core. When you look at our Super Bowl year, one of the strengths of that team was the linebacking core. When you look at last year, the big strength of our team was our linebackers. Um, not the biggest strength, but it definitely was a strength. T.J. Edwards and Kaiser White played, I think, above their heads. Um, and in that Super Bowl year in 2017, Michael Kendricks was awesome in a 4-3, as was Nigel Bradham. And until he got hurt, Jordan Hicks was a beast. So, and then guys would can't come in off the, you know, I mean, off the pine, Daniel Ellerby came in and, and he did some good things in that defense as well. So be interested to see what, you know, what would happen for Vic Fangio because with the Ravens, they obviously invested in linebackers. Um, I don't think the Denver Broncos did in his three years as much as they did in pass rushing. So... Um, and the Miami Dolphins this past year didn't have great linebackers, but again, the pass rush of the Dolphins was a big strength to their defense. So be interesting to see again what happens, and um, until that's made official, we'll bring you the news as well. But that's going to do it for me. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. It's been a wild, wild past week, you know, in the NFL as a whole, you know, with different hires made, Jim Harbaugh to the Chargers, and what that's going to mean for the NFL as a whole and and what that's going to mean for these assistants that are available as well. But anyways, thanks everyone for tuning in. And as always, I'll talk to you next time.